Hi, I'm Jeremy Hall, and you're listening to the Kingdom Ethics Podcast. And uh, today, here with uh, David Gushy, as always, we've got uh, two new books that are up on the uh, Center for Theology and Public Life website as coming soon for pre-order. And uh, we should talk about those a little bit. So let's let's jump in and check out this title. This might be the best title of all time. In the Shadow of the Prophet, talking about the legacy of Walter Rauschenbusch. Um, very exciting. We these were the this Rauschenbusch project has been on the 100th anniversary of his death. Is that correct? Yes, it was a conference at Mercer that we hosted in spring of 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's taken two years in the production process, but that uh, collection of really fine papers actually will be coming out. Uh, what is it? May first. Yeah, that one drops May 1 of 2020, and it's already available for pre-order on Amazon. Now, I'm intrigued by this book in particular because I was... Rauschenbusch was put into the lineup of dead people I had to read as a freshman theology student at Samford University. What did you read? I read uh, The Social Crisis. Mm-hmm. Gospel Christ- in the Social Christianity in the Social Crisis. Christianity in the Social Crisis. As representing like liberal 20th century Christian thought. Um, and so that was it. I knew Rauschenbusch was a name I needed to know. He was on a couple of my exams. Um, and I read that book and that's it. Mm-hmm. I got to seminary, read that book again. Um, and then sort of just was presented with pieces of Rauschenbusch's work. Sort of his, um, his framework for how he approached things. Why do we need more Rauschenbusch? Well, I would first make the pitch to say that the uh, the there is still a uh, scholarly community that studies Rauschenbusch, um, and it includes um, church historians, um, historians of American Christianity. Uh, he has deep German connections, and so there's there's a German uh, scholarly community that still studies Rauschenbusch. Um, also, um, uh, he was a significant Baptist theologian and ethicist. And so those who, who specialize in Baptist thought still study Rauschenbusch and Christian ethicists. Um, I would say, in fact, I, I have said in my, in my society, Christian ethics presidential address that in many ways, Walter Rauschenbusch was the founder of the modern discipline of Christian ethics. Okay. And he's. He's writing out of sort of the American labor movement at it's the that, turn of the century, right? It's, it's the the way the to th- jungle and the way to think about it is um, Rauschenbusch was a Baptist pastor first, and he was pastoring in Hell's Kitchen, New York, um, in the late nineteenth century. Um, that and, sounds very romantic from where we're sitting. Uh, it was miserable. It was um, crowded, disease-infested, poor, working people, uh, squeezed to death uh, between uh, employers who had few limits on what they could extract from their workers, um, the need to support their families, um, no labor movement yet to speak of, no uh, no collective bargaining, um, child labor, oh, you know, women and children working eighty to hundred hours a week, 
a lot of premature death. Um, and Rauschenbusch was revolutionized by this experience and the kind of typical pietistic um, Christianity that he had been raised in um, just didn't work. Uh, as lives were being chewed up, he could only say for so long, well, you know, you get to go be with Jesus in heaven and, you know, the gospel is about individuals' personal salvation and the Bible's message is mainly about um, live a clean moral life after you are converted and become a born-again Christian and go to heaven when you die. He felt that it was an inadequate message, inadequate construal of the Christian message for for um, the miseries of... Um, of an entire population. And it mm -hmm. wasn't just in the U.S. It was, you know, uh, everywhere industrialization was booming. Unfettered, laissez-faire capitalism uh, providing fantastic wealth for the uh, capitalist class and much misery for the workers. It was the time of Marxism growing and on the march um, of a ferocious uh, uh, capitalist counterreaction and the the effort to modify capitalism through legislation and social and kind of mild or more extreme forms of socialism or communism, he felt, among others, that Christianity had to have a word to say in that in that environment. And at his training was fundamentally in church history, and so he he went back um, to the whole story of. Of scripture and of the development of Christian theology and concluded that that the Bible had plenty to say about social injustice and the rights of the poor, or the treatment of workers, um, the well-being of society as a whole. Um, and it, probably his his main insight was that is that the Bible's message is profoundly social and not just personal. that God cares about society and not just individuals structures and not just persons, uh, social evil and not just personal evil, mm -hmm. um, and that the gospel is fundamentally social and not just individual, and so thus the phrase, the social gospel. It, before that, it was mainly called social Christianity, uh, as opposed to just hyper-personal and individual right. Christianity. But the phrase that stuck was the social gospel. It, so what you're, you're saying is that Rauschenbusch is an important historic character but has nothing to say to us today. No, none of those none of those concerns are relevant <laughs> at all today, right? So, um, so his he only really wrote he wrote three main books, 1907, 1912, and nineteen seventeen. So every five years, and each of them was brilliant. Uh, I think um, Christianity and the Social Crisis was first, if I'm remembering correctly. I think that's correct. And um, and so to, and Rauschenbusch was a vivid writer. Rauschenbusch shows how how theology and ethics should be written. He he had a, a tremendous literary ability. Uh, well, he had been a preacher. That helps. But he he just was a great storyteller, and he was a great um, craftsman of the language. And he made the case from the especially from the prophets and Jesus. That, um, that 
that God cares about society, social justice, the poor, the oppressed, and that salvation, everything, sin, salvation, doctrine of church, everything must be social, not just individual. Um, He has a lot in that first book about how the church lost this message. So there's a lot of church history in the book. Um, And a lot, um, I say one of the most important discoveries when you read Rauschenbusch is he was one of the early people to reemphasize the kingdom of God as the organizing Hmm. term for for Christian thought. Um, Not salvation by grace through faith, as in Paul, but the kingdom of God as the inbreaking reign of God in which God's will is at last done on earth as it is in heaven. And um, this split between God's mission being about personal salvation, save being saved from hell by the cross, which you believe in, and then you get to go to heaven, and meanwhile you should try to live a good personal moral life. Um, that message, which Rauschenbusch never rejected, but he said that's only part of the gospel. Um, and it's not really the fundamentally the gospel that Jesus himself proclaimed. The Jesus' good news was, I mean, it's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke especially. Mm-hmm. Um, God, hear the good news. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. And um, and kingdom of heaven as in Matthew, kingdom of God in Mark and Luke um, means the reclaiming of all of this world by God, for God. Um, and we argued long ago in Kingdom Ethics, Stas- Glenn Stassen and I, that the kingdom of God message of Jesus can be traced to the to the prophets, especially, uh, prophets and psalms. And it's a message of holistic redemption of the world. And certainly that's what the Jewish community has always understood that message to mean. Mm-hmm. Tikkun olam, the healing of the world, is one way it's described. Um, liberation, redemption, justice, an end to violence, war, rape, cruelty, the reclaiming of a good world by a good God. And so I would say that one of the things that the social gospel did was to introduce or reintroduce a kingdom-centered gospel message as opposed to a personal salvation-centered gospel message that had dominated, especially since the Reformation with Luther and Calvin. And that split is still visible in Christianity yes. today. Deeply visible. And a lot of... And, and to say that the kingdom construal of the gospel is, quote, liberal is to say that Jesus is liberal. Because, Jesus is liberal. Because, because, that's, because that's what he did. It's that's liberative. It is liberative. It, 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 it changes our focus from, I meet you and, I'm, and my only question about you is, are you born again and are you going to heaven? And if not, how can I convert you before I am done with this conversation? Mm-hmm. To what is God's goal for the world as a whole? And what does justice and peace and reconciliation and liberation, 
what does that look like and how can I participate in it? You know, how can we participate in it? And that's a much more compelling message, at least to me. I think it is. Um, now, I do think that there was a reason why, good reason, biblically, especially in Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, Gospel of John, I think, also is in the same. That's got that strong place. internal love ethic. It's uh-huh. about it's us. In. Yeah, it's, you know, personal salvation and then our community attempting to live in love for one another. Um, and I, I actually think that I read John and Paul as uh, a zoom in. The gospel becomes about personal salvation and the building of a kingdom community, you might say, in which we, we incarnate together God's ultimate intention for the whole world. And that's, that's legit, too. That's important. Mm-hmm. So we want the local church community to look like the kingdom of God on earth. But what about the earth itself? Right. Right. What about... It should keep going. It should keep going. The, and, the salvation that happens in the individual should spread outward. Right. And All the, of the cosmos is a part of the story. That's right. All of the cosmos is a part of the story. And therefore, wherever there are deep structures of evil and injustice, they ought to attract the attention of the mission of the church, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Rauschenbusch was saying. And he, he thought that unregulated business the business that was grinding up people right. was a structure of evil that needed to be challenged. It needed to be challenged by preaching, but it also needed to be challenged by legislation. And it was. Most of the things that he proposes in his three main books and multiple speeches and sermons were ultimately enacted in legislation, and we take them for granted today. Food should be safe to eat. Workers should not have their arms cut off by unsafe machines. Children under the age of 15 should not be working in factories. Um, People should have clean drinking water in tenements. Uh, There should be green space in cities so that workers can breathe some fresh air now and then. Um, There should be a taxation system in which the people who make the most money pay the most tax. Imagine that. Um, And titans of industry should be asked not just to be charitable but they should the structures of of law should constrain them so they can't exploit people and and Rauschenbusch believed all of this was um clearly grounded in the bible itself and the prophets and jesus do give plenty of of uh evidence for that prophets you know, attempting to speak to the structural injustices that were evolving in Israel and that needed to be challenged. Um, and, of course, the prophets were appealing to the earlier uh, Old Testament law, which set up limits on power. Mm-hmm. And, and, which the kings promptly ignored. Right. So prophets challenged kings and community to live according to God's law. And and then you might say that the kingdom of God message is about Israel getting its act together, but it's also about the world getting its act together through the redemption that God brings. <clears throat> so, so I would say that I happily claim the the um, lineage of Rauschenbusch. Rauschenbusch was a deeply devout Christian, the kind of person who got up in the morning and read the Bible. Mm-hmm. He was a preacher of the of the gospel. There's there are whole books of prayers by Rauschenbusch. I have one over there. That's a new book coming out. Just prayers by Rauschenbusch. He 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 loved Jesus. He was a prayerful person, deeply personally pious, 
and believe that all of that should lead to um, action for justice in the world. I think that what happened was that in the fundamentalist versus modernist controversy of the teens and 20s, um, that whole thrust became identified as a kind of a socialism or a um, a, a loss of pure gospel preaching. Because mm-hmm. we got scared. We had to circle the wagons yeah. against Got identified with, with mainline liberal modern preaching. Gave me that old-time religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good enough for Grandpa. So they're trying to take the Bible away. Right. So it is true that mainline Protestantism deeply imbibed the social gospel message and it got into the social teachings of all the mainline Protestant denominations and remains an important force. When fundamentalists and evangelicals rejected that trajectory, they ended up with the task of having to figure out what to do in the public arena if they're not going to do social gospel. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, they've been improvising ever since, I think. And apropos of our earlier conversation about um, the support for Trump and so on, I can just say this. There is no way on God's green earth that a Christian like Rauschenbusch would ever have supported a politician like Trump, both on the personal piety grounds, personal morality grounds, and on the social social mm-hmm. justice grounds, right? Um, and so we need, we need a... I, I talk in the new book, um, After Evangelicalism, that book, that we need to access the resources of the best of Christian thought when it comes to our political engagement. Right. And I believe that this is one of those strands. There are flaws to it. Um, but but there's also considerable strengths. And so there's a reason why Russian Bush is, is still worth studying. So um, I would recommend that our theologue listeners should read um, Christianity and the Social... Uh, crisis, Christianizing the Social Order. That's interesting. I think that was the name of the second book. I know uh, that was 12. And then his last book, Theology for the Social Gospel. There's also a little book, a tiny little book that's harder to find. It's called Social Principles of Jesus, mm. which I think is, is, is remarkable as well. One of the things that Rauschenbusch was good at, and this was especially true in his last book, Theology for the Social Gospel, is he was one of the first to talk about structures of social evil. So, I don't know, it was during World War I, what might have been a more optimistic Russian Bush was beginning to give way to a more pessimistic Russian Bush. And um, he, he talked about the kingdom of God is opposed by the kingdom of evil. And both are social. So, so one way to think about it is where do you see structures of evil that chew up lives on a large scale? That's the kind of that's the kind of a question that a Russian bush makes you want to ask. Um, and and I think that that then makes you pay attention to things like human trafficking mm-hmm. or the prostitution business or um. People who employ illegal um, or undocumented immigrants mainly to exploit them because they can't complain. Right. Right. Um, 
or um you know some would say um social media and all of its cruelty has become a structure of evil it chews up people yeah and makes everybody hate everybody um big business is being targeted in many ways as a structure of evil that pays zero taxes accrues massive wealth for a small number of people and doesn't adequately contribute to the common good i mean that would be very much in, uh, in a lineage of Rosh and Bush. Um, when you start thinking about things like that, you have a much bigger moral vision than I don't smoke, chew, drink, or go with girls that go do. With girls that do, or or, or um, the you know the old anti saloon uh, mm-hmm. ethic, um, or even. You know, the whole drama of God's action on the earth has to do with getting little Billy saved by the time he's seven. You know, um, I still care about little Billy at the age of seven, but I also care about human trafficking. Yeah. And um, and workers being treated fairly and uh, structures of sexual exploitation and things like that. Right. Does um, does First Baptist Decatur have an Advent wreath? Is that a practice y'all engage yeah. in? Mm-hmm. We do that at a. At my church, and we were one of my focuses in this season is what it could teach us by its physical construction that that Christ candle is at the center, that Jesus's light radiates out, mm. and we experience it through its catching of hope and peace and joy and love. That Christ's central light empowers those in the world around us, and when we we engage in their ritual on Christmas Eve of passing light and we do a candle at service and everyone's candle in that process is a smaller white candle mirroring Mm. the white pillar in the center Mm. and that jesus's light experienced through hope and peace and joy and love becomes contagious and each of us become one of those tiny christs a christian in the world to illuminate through these avenues that Christ has already given us and that it should affect, it should not burn, that the light isn't there to burn or destroy, but to illuminate and warm to change around us, that we should be these centers of kingdom activity wherever we go. One of the, um, that's beautiful, and I believe that, and I believe, so that means that uh, when we go to work, uh, if there is a, if there is some mistreatment of people happening there, you got to Jesus it. You got to Jesus it. You're going to notice it. You're going to say something about it. Uh, we go to school. There's a there's a, a bullying of kids from other countries. Mm-hmm. Kids whose skin is a different color. Got to Jesus it. You got to do something about it. Got to speak to it. We need new focus on sins of omission. Right. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. Um, either both commission and omission. Um, or you know, and that that also should speak to how we engage our politics. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the social mission of Christians in the church, that was Russian Bush's main theme. Um, and I think, I think it's right on target. So this book uh, will be published with Mercer Press on May 1st. The essays in it include reflections on his theology and his ethics. There's this discussions of the black social gospel movement, which, which is interesting because essentially the black social gospel was already there when when uh, Rauschenbusch and, and his dudes started to get going. And 
one crit- one very fair critique of Rosh Bush was he didn't pay adequate attention to racial racial injustices, and this during the period of Jim Crow and lynching, um, a huge problem. But it was a blind spot widely shared by white people at that time. Um, that doesn't make it excusable. And um, but anyway, so uh, Rosh Bush as a journalist, uh, Rosh and Bush. Uh, and his treatment of women is, and, and women's roles is interesting. He was kind of a Victorian in relation to women. He, what he wanted was an environment where women uh, would not have to work outside the home. Could be more womanly. Could be more like, you know, domestic and womanly. So there was that complementarian thing. Yeah. So, kids so, need to be kids. Women need to be women. Men need to yeah. be men. So that's interesting. There's a little piece. Huh. There, there's an essay on that in the book that I, by, by somebody who has specialized in that. So. Basically, uh, any major theme related to Rajan Bush is dealt with in this book, and so I can recommend the book highly. Uh, Mercer Press, uh, May 2020. All right, fantastic. Once it comes out, we might re- we'll probably revisit it. That sounds good. That'll be fun. We can hit some of those subjects.